Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Finding out how all the other weird things in this place could go. Smells like corn. They do not know who they are. Smash. Oh, because he swore, see? He's a he's a sweary he's a sweary fire bat, Bud Bud McCormick or whatever his name was. What'd we say at the top of the show? You guys missed the best Bud part. Morris. Bud Morris. One of the most famous fire bats in all of StarCraft history. Bud Morris. And they went with Miles what was it? Miles Lewis instead. Missed chance. Missed opportunity. Miles what? Lewis sounds like a reporter's name. It does. Hi, I'm Miles Lewis Miles from the Lewis uh, with Action News A nine. <laughs> Uh, there's an accident over on Highway 10. Uh, I think we just got a, another glimpse into weird Canadian differences. Yeah. From channel Action News A9. What is, what's with your television up there? That's weird. <laughs> no, no, I've just been to say nine. Oh, okay. First you select Action your news. letter, <laughs> and then you select your number. You go A over. the system is complicated at all. You go across it's one. It's not the way news is up here at all. Yeah. It's like CJOH. No. Oh. Yeah, but you like it's, it's like us. You have call letters. We use the word action. Everything's the same except we don't put things like action in mm. the news. We like, do eyewitness. We're big on that eyewitness yeah. news. We say things like 
the evening news, yeah. the afternoon news. Yeah. You know, like because you guys are yeah. you guys are boring in a really cool way, a way that we wish we were a little more boring in. Yeah. So good job, keep that up. Hey, uh, welcome back to Core, everybody. It's the Heroes of the Storm podcast by the self same name, and uh, it's Wednesday, August fifteenth, twenty eighteen, and it's my brother's birthday, which really doesn't matter to what we're doing today. But happy birthday, oh, we Matt! Could say happy birthday! Yeah, yeah. happy birthday! Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday! Good job. Uh, welcome, and I'm glad you came. Is to he him. over there celebrating the birthday right now? No, 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 not funny? in my house. No, oh. he's uh. So yeah. he came to America when he was ten. He he's Korean. Uh-huh. Uh, he came uh-huh. from Korea. He was in an orphanage. Came over here, and uh, I can't imagine where he'd be if he if we hadn't have done that. So uh, you're welcome, and uh, you owe me a bunch of Doritos from that first week you were here. <laughs> I thought this was going to be sentimental, or no. at least chastising me. No, for it's, lack uh, of knowledge. It, it went places. My brother's a dork. He owes you anything. He gives you gold every time you film him with your phone. <laughs> I so. know he really does. He's like a he's the gift that never stops he's a giving. Loa. Yeah, he is a Loa. He's he's my own personal Loa. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, boy, that's uh, reminiscent of a thing we're all doing right now. Um, all right, look, here's the deal. Blizzard. I think Bo said it before the show, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate it. Blizzard. If they if Blizzard has a Christmas, it's when they release a new WoW expansion, right? It's like the big thing. Everything else has their big things. Uh, new character in uh, Overwatch, new heroes in this game, uh, a Diablo announcement here or there, whatever. Stuff drops all the time for these different games, and it's all very exciting. But I don't think there's anything quite like the cycle and the release of a new World of Warcraft expansion. And um, the only downside of that is, I think all the other games suffer just a little bit as a result, Uh, not just in terms of the limelight that they would normally be getting, but they, you know, players all, you, you see it in your freaking launcher, go look, where are all your friends at? They're playing World of Warcraft right now. And uh, it's pretty great to watch, and, you know, and then things sort of even out again or whatever. But as it applies to a show like ours, I uh, have some thoughts, and I'll bet you guys do too, about some of what we've seen so far and how it might apply to heroes. I'm just going to say it right up front that there, and we talked about it a bunch before the show, we should have recorded all of it. But this turtle race makes me want a turtle guy. And it can be a named one from the game, or it can be, what do we call, we're calling them tortillas because we don't know their real names because we've already forgotten it. What was it? Tortillan? Tortillan? Tortellini. Tortellini. Tortillas. Tortillas. That's the new name. We're sticking with it. Anyway, they're great. And, uh, you know, I could see one that would like turn itself into a ball and roll forward and bonk people around. And like, there's just uh there's something about those, those, these characters they're introducing these new races, these new uh, uh, actual specific characters they're, they're showing off in this new expansion where you go, okay, I could totally see that. Like the uh, upright elf, uh, Zandalari elf queen princess chick. I don't know her last name. What's her name? Princess uh, Daenerys. Uh, Pelagi? Pelagio. Bellagio. Princess Bellagio. Is that it? Somebody actually typed it in the chat. I should scroll up and see where they said it. Uh, I think it's Talaji. Talaji. Ta- Ta- isn't it Tajnali? Taj- no, no. You're just throwing us <laughs> off. I don't think you know. You've been playing Alliance. Isn't it Tajnali? I played Horde. I met no. Princess Tajnali. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not Tajnali, but... Yeah, it's uh, definitely not. I can't, it, it's not? It's uh, close, because no. it's a T. Anyway, whatever. She's cool. She's got a lot of T's and a lot of J's. I know, and there's an I. Yeah, and I don't know what she. Do we know what she is? Is she a class? 
Like, is she she's supposed a princess? Like, <laughs> yeah, the princess class coming yeah. next expansion. Yeah, no, I she's get that, princess. but like, you know, Jane is a mage, and you know, stuff like that. What is do we? Is she anything? I assume she's a mage only because there's like the alternative cover art mm-hmm. have you seen it you know how there's um the cover art of sylvanas and anduin facing each other and it's a profile mm-hmm. drawing yeah. yeah well there's one of tajnali or <laughs> tahini <laughs> i don't know i don't know her name um with that same side profile in jaina and as you play through the x-pack you kind of realize that like there's this main storyline and we're going to diverge into you know the grit of Zandalar and Kultiris, and so the actual main figureheads of, I think, the story right now are Jaina and Tejnini. Yeah, it's Talanji. <laughs> Talanji. 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 Tejnini. <laughs> Good lord, though. Well, if it was a real Minaj. if it was a real place with real people in it, we would feel bad. But because it's all made up, who cares? Anyway, the point is this: she's uh, real cool, and she could be an interesting character in Heroes of the Storm. I think. Um, I really like everything about the Zandalar stuff. Everything about it is so cool and so uh, fleshed out and realized and and all that. It's not just like hints of Aztec uh, inspiration. It's definitely that. It's got a lot of that, but it just takes it in so many cool places. And I love, love, love it. I really, really like it. Like a lot. A lot more than I even expected. Um, yeah, I'm typically not big on troll stuff, and I'm all in on this. And they do so much stuff with the Loa, which I didn't expect to care about. Right. You know, that was always something that came up here and there, and you were like, oh, the Loa, okay, that's whatever. Yeah, it's it, like, uh, oh, Zildjian's talking to a, a dead donkey again. Great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, occasionally you'd have bosses where it's like, this guy's half a bear. And you're like, <laughs> all right, that's fine. Um but you could see them if they put a character like Talanji in where she's got this connection to the Loa, you could see her abilities all having to do with different Loa spirits, which would be kind of a neat kit, I would think, for mm-hmm. the game. Yeah, I agree. I think she'd be really cool. And I think they're setting her up to be notable, um, more notable than freaking Sally Whitemane, as an example. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like that a lot. Uh I also have come to almost certain conclusion that we'll end up seeing Nathanos in the Nexus at some point. I don't yeah, know why as, I feel that strongly as, about it, but I'm sure of it. I Apparently learned the same voice from, actor. Oh, am I stealing your thunder? You are. It's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thunder away. <laughs> um, I can give you your thunder back. Apparently, uh, as I learned today, and Bo apparently did too from a tweet from Taryn Gregory, same voice actor as the Raven Lord. Oh, Oh, I didn't know. Oh, now I can hear it. I can totally hear it now. Yep. Yeah. Oh, now that you say it. I mean, they do that cool modulation with his voice that sounds like a kind of a rapid decay kind of sound. But but other than that, that's totally the Raven Lord. You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah, they could yeah. do him. Put him in. He's weird and cool and would be a great kind of villainous sort of Nexus dude. And uh, would, you know, he could be snotty about healers and stuff. So it's not just all what's their, what's his name these days. He presses Q to feel left out. <laughs> right. He presses W to look mournfully. <laughs> and he presses E to be kind of a kind of a jerk. Yeah. yeah and his, his ultimate is saying how great Sylvanas is. Yeah. And why he's <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's all he every time there's a dialogue. She's like, oh, my God. By yeah. the way, Sylvanas is amazing. 
and we do everything for her. Yeah. And if you just, don't do her things, I'll kill you. Yeah. You just made me realize that they've put me in WoW and I didn't even realize it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some theories out there that he's the worm tongue in this scenario, and the reason she's kind of gone off the rails is because he's he's pulling the strings. I don't know if I believe that. I think it's going to be more like... Uh, I think it's a different kind of worm he, tongue. <laughs> <laughs> he's you know i think it's just, no it's literally just a worm it's he, just a worm it's, yeah you just put a worm in there and he's done and now it's his tongue and he tastes with it yeah. um but but he he's uh i forgot what i was gonna say about him oh but I, whatever it doesn't matter he's cool i think he'd be, about it. he'd be a great he would, he would be a great addition to the game and i would have zero problem with him adding him and i've been thinking about all these characters in, in the same way i would really like to see bane bloodhoof actually do something in Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> and I, what I mean by that is like, we have ETC, but ETC is like this joke. Like he's a fine character in terms of his kit and his abilities and, you know, what he brings to the game, but he doesn't exist as a thing except in here. And it's a fan name. It's like dumb. Pull mm-hmm. in a real Torin yeah. with that headdress and his just badassery. Like, I would love to see Mila that from High Mountain. I was actually going through that zone for a little bit the past few days. She's oh, cool. uh, like she's like the High Mountain faction. Oh, leader. right, right. She's cool. Yeah, I like her. Before you know, we like to have we... a, a dude one and a girl one. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Before we move too far from Bane, I just want to point out a fun little thing: how forgotten Bane is this expansion, even though he's there, yeah. so he's not totally forgotten. But I clicked him, and you know they will say something when you click them. The yeah. first line of dialogue I got from Bane was something to the effect of, we're all going to have to stand together if we're going to defeat the Legion. <laughs> and I just sat there and stared at him like, dude, do you know? should somebody tell him? Does Bane not know why we're here? Yeah, I've had a couple of weird... I mean, it's early in this expansion. has been out for just a day or two, so... There's definitely some weirdness. Um, I saw a similar thing, and I can't remember what it was. Clicked on somebody. They made a reference that was just like, what? Oh, I know what it was. It was like an old... Uh, um, it's a new character that you have to talk to. Oh, it's the um, uh, the main guy that's the same voice actor as Bayek from uh, Assassin's Creed and uh, uh, Origins. Um, oh, what's his name? He tr- pals around with you through most of the, the Zandalari stuff. And he's like a real troll, like a blue one from back in the day. You know, oh, um, Zakar, Zakar, Razan, or Rakan? R- for something I with think a, it's like Rakan. Something with something a like some apostrophe in the middle kind of name. Yeah. And um, he's the voice of Bayek from Assassin's Creed Origins, and that really throws me. Anyway, but and for the most part, when you click him, he sounds like Bayek, and Rakan. it's and it's fine. But one Thank time you. I clicked him, and he went. How you doing, man? Like this ancient, <laughs> this ancient, like vanilla, uh, you know, they didn't even have their own homeland freaking troll. And it was a, oh, what's this about? Like, freak me out. So I'm sure there's still some little things here and there, a couple little bugs. Yeah. But, it's, uh, so you've got Corona belching at you when yeah. you click her. Yeah. <laughs> As you said, she sounds like Rick from Rick and Morty. She does. She says, get bent. But if you click her and she says it, she'll go, get bent. Like that. She kind of burps it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Garona half-orking. She's in there. Um, She'd be cool. Another character. We talked a lot about being in Heroes and still haven't seen her yet. Yeah. She's a shoo-in. She is. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. And she goes so way back. Like, she's... She's now... 
in every expansion too like she's there mm -hmm. in the follower camp somehow yeah she's she's a big deal i don't understand how long how old did orcs get if they don't get killed does anyone know uh we never looked at well, that information was available when we were looking oh yeah we had a link eye. to the lifespan of everything oh yeah we never need i will tell you who i would like to see in the game and i know Bo has one of these as well it may not be one that either of you have seen yet mm. but uh one samdi mm. the loa of death mm. he's the best awesome oh my <laughs> and gosh i really would love to see him in everything he's so well realized and such a great character oh my gosh that john john's right that's who we should get he they he mm, he would be a great character. Like the frog, he's fine. Like there's these other Loas that are fine. And they do their job in the game and they represent what they have to at the storyline they were at and all that stuff. And the quests are cool. But he's great. And his voice acting is incredible. He's got a, the funniest attitude of any character in the game. He's basically um what is it in um Greek mythology? Uh James Woods played him in that Disney movie. Hades. Hades. He's like the Hades of this place. Yeah. Uh, the the Death Loa, and he's constantly just snarking and smirking, and and, the, and and you'll ask him for stuff, and he'll say, eh, "Perhaps we'll make a deal." And he's always making a deal. <laughs> he's great. I am a hundred percent on board with that guy showing up in Heroes of the Storm. Plus, he looks freaking awesome. Yeah, he looks really cool. Like, oh, the art for him is so good. Yeah, but... kind of across the board, everything in this thing striking for a game that's still sort of based on an old engine blah 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 all the things you can say about it but it's a, it's pretty incredible <clears throat> i flew into zandalari for, or zandalar for the first time i just looked around and went i cannot believe i'm playing War warcraft what is this like this is just crazy and it just gets better and better as you go i really like it was it. pretty shocking to i can't remember if there's ever been an expansion where the first thing once you go to the place you're in your city Usually oh. you got to fight your way to Dalaran or, mm -hmm. you know, if Suramar is considered the city, you're doing a whole bunch of other stuff before you get there. I was overwhelmed both on Horde and Alliance side. It was just like, boom, here's a giant city. Yep. Here's where some stuff is. Anyways, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. The, the temple of Zant, what is it? The, I don't remember the name of the city, temple but the of, troll uh, whatever city it is. Yeah. Um, goes down so far. I'm like, oh my God, there's no flying in this game right now. <laughs> I was like, you know, I think I, you just hit on why I'm playing my Demon Hunter almost exclusively right now. <laughs> to jump up and Because down. I'm That's gliding cool. off of everything in that town because everything's so freaking high up. If it was my Hunter, I'd be like, ugh, huffing it everywhere I went. Oh, that's a good point, because I play a rogue, so I take less fall damage, and I can grappling hook when I'm falling to take no damage. Yeah, so, so you're doing a thing that I'm, I'm doing. doing okay. Yeah, I feel like um, mobility characters are really benefiting, at least at this stage of the expansion. Also, I just think Demon Hunter is really fun right now, and he got his hooks in me pretty hard. Even though underneath all that stuff, he's a dirty blood elf. I hate him. I know. That's the only sad part about Horde Demon Hunters. You got to play Blood Elf. I don't like it on. I don't like. I'm sick of all those elves. I want the new ones. Hey, Blizzard, let me swap over to a Nightborn, please. That would be great. I'll pay you 25. Oh, I would. I I'd was pay 25 really bucks. happy to see Thalrissa and uh, Oculus. Oh yeah. yeah, I was like Oculus. He's, I love that guy. Hey, I'm a void elf. Let me help you with your magic. What do you do? I open portals. <laughs> I love else. Oculus. No. Yeah, but see, again, there's another couple of characters that would be fun takes in Heroes of the Storm. 
like Marissa for sure. Yeah, yeah. Void Mage. Hell's yeah. yeah. That's Hell yeah. that's totally. And there's agree. not a lot locking them into. You know, it's got to be like a this class. It's just she's just whatever she is. It's all made up. You know, you know it's not based on a class. One of the, I talked about this on TMS, and I'm going to share it again here because it just freaked me out. And it's also sort of heroes related, but not really. Um, <laughs> you're playing this scenario on the Horde side where you're you're sneaking into Stormwind, um, busting everybody out, and then getting out of there. And there's a thing they do in there that stuck with me so hard that I dreamt about it all night that night, Monday night. Oh, really? All I could think about was Gen Greymane stalking his way down the hallway towards you yes. super slow. I don't like that at all. Do not like. I, I am 100% on board with you. That moment, like, I... I was I actually swore when it was like you see all the worgen coming at you and you're like oh okay and then you see Gen come stomping around the corner and you're like yeah oh shit yeah <laughs> like this is this is happening yep. he's coming and it's I, him and all his lieutenants and he's just kind of hunched over and slowly moving with that ring around him so you got to hurry up and kill all these before he gets to you and then you run but it doesn't matter you turn around he's still coming it's, it's something about that got me and I dreamt about that all night Gen Greymane just chasing me following me Ugh. it was it was scary i charged him and i got one shot and died. <laughs> in case you're wondering what happened. i was like there's gun get him did you really that <laughs> is such a bow thing not heroes do. we're not on talent tiers that, 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 that is hilarious now, that you did that i i will say and i feel i feel good this isn't insane spoilers or anything but there is a character in that opening bit when you're escaping Stormwind. yeah who i like he goes places. It's complicated. But my favorite thing is he finds a torch at one point, And then as you're going through the scenario, oh, yeah. if you watch what he's up to, he's just at random intervals going over and lighting things on fire <laughs> as you go through Stormwind. And I kind of knew what he was doing, but I thought it was the funniest thing in the world just like every time i turned around and looked at him he just wanders over and lights something else on yeah, fire because that's just like yeah. what is he doing right like, now like toward the end of that scenario you realize why but before you get there you're like all right we got a firebug who's just lighting shit on fire for i don't know why and then you know at the end it makes sense because the whole jana confrontation goes a whole very different way she's even creepy too coming around that corner and stalking towards it i that stuff was a weird choice, it, and it weirded me out. Just gave me the willies. I don't like like a slow, methodic, they're always behind me kind of thing in anything like movies, video games, TV. I don't care, dreams, yeah. whatever. Ugh, it's just something about yeah, well, it. Well, they were they were trying to box you in, right? Rather yeah. than chase you down all gung ho, they're like, we're gonna box you in. Except, you know, yeah, the outcome is what the outcome is. It's but ex- like, yeah. that's exactly it. So anyway. It's a really cool little opener. There was a bug, though. I took my second character. So I did that with the hunter first. I streamed it. And then I said, all right, well, we're going to take the demon hunter up there and just do the same thing. But then I remembered, oh, usually with this stuff now, if you've done the thing once, you can just talk to whoever the NPC is, in this case, Nathanos, and he'll have an option that says, I know this story, skip skip, and take me straight to wherever. And mm-hmm. sure enough, he has that text. I click it, nothing happens. You just stand there. Click it again. Nothing happens. I thought, oh, the server's going down. No, nope. seems like everything's good. I can do all kinds of other stuff. If people are running around, keep trying, keep trying. Never, never went away. I can now say, because I've done it with a third character, they did fix that. So now it works. But it didn't work. So I went and did the Demon Hunter thing all again. I did the whole that whole scenario again. And that's probably why I had the dreams, 
because I did it twice where Gang Gray Main was chasing me down the freaking hall. Ugh. Never doing that again. <laughs> anyway, it's a really cool game. Uh, they've really nailed it, and I feel like I don't know. I just feel like, and I'm. I mean, we're not even to the point where we're gonna meet even more characters and see more stuff and more cutscenes. And it, and it does feel like the characters they're most interested in making into long-term lore-based characters in the game, uh, or at least memorable, are the ones they're spending the the big uh, Taron Gregory, you know, animated things in the middle of the game. And so every time I see one of those, I go, ah, that that's probably means this guy here is going to be his own character one day, or this, you know, what's her name? Latari. La, La What's her name? Doctari? Talanji. 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 <laughs> Doctari. She's uh Talanji P. Henderson. She's gonna be uh she's no, gonna she'll correct. be a she'll be a hero, and I think sooner than later, I really do. There's something about it. Just can't I, I, I can't get away from the idea that I think she's gonna totally be a hero. Probably game. because Troll Mage is definitely like a thing. Like it's mm-hmm. an archetype, and we don't have we don't have that in heroes, so I think that would be something. The one, the comment I have to make about this one too. I've never played a Warcraft expansion doing alt, so I usually pick a character and play it. Sure. Um, and you know, in Legion, with some minor differences, you're going through all the same zones, right? So, like, if you're looking at it to check out new content, there's no point, really, not really. It, like, there's nothing substantive that's different from Horde and Alliance, like in Legion, for example. Right. You know, or you know, questing through a lot of the old content. You know, it's like well, you this... might have your own hubs and you have your own thing. This one, I've started both Alliance and Horde. Oh, they're, they're totally different. Two, because they the way they've cut up this expansion, mm-hmm. it's two entirely separate. It's it's made for you to play an ally and a Horde to one ten. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, I played Horde, and I, I agree with everything you guys said about how amazing it was. The Alliance side. I think it's it's subjective, but I liked it better. Really, That's it interesting. is. You have to also you can't ignore playing at least an alliance tune through the questing experience. Well, if because I because it's not an experience you're going to get on Horde, and there are some, Flynn Fairwind is the best thing about this expansion, <laughs> bar none. I don't want to spoil anything. I haven't even seen the. I've only played through a quest chain with him, and I was sitting at my computer laughing out loud by myself. And I know there's been laugh moments on the Horde side, but this guy just won me over. I was very lukewarm about this game. I knew I was going to be playing it, but I wasn't excited. And what really hooked me was this character on the Alliance side and also the fact that it's pirate themed. Now, Horde's got that whole Loa business, Mm -hmm. but the pirate theme is amazing. If you're into pirates, yeah, Alliance is where it's at. No question. No, but it's, it's funny. It's at one point, I'm one. There's a quest. I shit you not. The quest giver's like they're attacking my parrots. Go collect my parrots. So you, you pick up his parrots, yeah. and then you're like, "Let's get our revenge on them." Mount this parrot and shit on all the pirates. <laughs> and and that you know, it's one of those quests where you have to raid from above. Yeah, yeah. But you don't kill anybody. You're just pooing on them. And one pirate's like, "Ah, oh, I thought this eye patch was gonna block stuff." No, and everyone's like, "Oh my eyes!" Like it is the greatest thing. There's so many pleasures over on the alliance side. Yeah, you like, want to do both. Play both. You I have will to be do playing both. both to completion. You have to do both exactly, and it's 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 smart of them to do that because in the past it was just like, well, you're all in the same place, you're seeing the same story. Yeah, they really went out of their way to to create two very different directions for this game, and I really dig it. 
It's really and good so far. A really good villain over there that reminds me so much of Ursula from The Little Mermaid mm. in human form. Mm. Anyways, it's it's both good. I'm not I'm not trying to say one's better than the other, but I'm just like I Alliance is usually kind of you know crappier in the sense that you know the good guys let's do the good guy thing. You know, like that's right. the, that's always the appeal of the horde is their ruggedness. Mm-hmm. The Alliance is so clean and good guy. We got, and uh, it's not very good over there. It's kind of hordy over on the alliance side. Uh, once you get to Kultiris, and it's pretty good too. You got to fight a bunch of blood trolls on the horde side, which is um, another race I would like to be unlockable and playable. They're pretty I bad. know they're kind of eerie, like they're yeah. creepy in a cool way. Like I look at them and they don't even read as trolls. They mm. read as like weird dolls covered in blood. <laughs> like it's just creepy. Yeah, they read as something else, like a different, whole different thing. And they don't feel they don't feel derivative of of the trolls, but across the board, that's the kind of detail they seem to put into this thing. Everybody was coming up to this thing, going, "Oh, horror versus alliance." Okay, well, we've done that before. They that's not what's going on here. I mean, it is that's your overarching story shell of this thing, but they're taking you into fully realized places in order to even secure help for the horde or secure help for the for the alliance. Like the way they're going about this feels re- above and well beyond. And I was impressed with Legion. Like I thought Legion really took the game in really interesting places. This is like next level stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. For the well, old ass Again, game. I think the, the big thrust of, of the story is going to be that that giant sword is not very healthy for the planet. Yeah, probably right. And so we're, we're fighting for the health of Azeroth, not for the horde or the alliance like you're, you're gonna it fly pretty clear yeah you're gonna fly you know what you're gonna do you're gonna fly that parrot again but this time you'll be <laughs> dumping uh hydrogen peroxide around the open wound of the sword <laughs> we all yeah. feed the parrot as right yeah. i will say that this expansion a li- one too many heal injured allies quests oh really there's, at least on the allies side there's been quite a few i get to a hub and it's like heal your teammates and i'm like this four different hubs oh, they want to f- remind you that you're the good guys they want to give you another reason for the alliance to pat themselves on the back sure there's I mean, been a fair so. amount of that in in the horde story as well i mean it's in every expansion there's always a couple sure yeah. but there's a there's a lot that's going around there's a i mean there's a ton i'm 116 and i'm i feel like i've played a ton of game and there's so much i still haven't seen like it's just crazy yeah. Anyway, also the maps are really dense. We could just go on and on, but the maps are super dense too. They are really uh, dense. That's the other thing is just the map design and the zone design alone would make some really neat um, map stuff for for heroes. And I'm not asking. You know what? Here's the. I also want to get back to a thing we talked about with heroes before, but I would love if Blizzard did this. I'm cool with new maps. I'm cool with new functionality on those maps and all of that. What I would maybe like also in the interim or maybe from now on would be skins for maps and have those drop in drop bo- or uh, uh, loot boxes, have those be purchasable, whatever you're going to do. But I want to be able to say, hey, um, I'm turning Sky Temple into a Zandalari themed Aztec temple looking cool thing mm. like some stuff like that would be really cool in the game. And you don't have to add any gameplay, just give me a big cosmetic workover, make them either, you know, thing you have to buy. So it's, you know, another reason for us to spend money on your game or, or whatever, but I would love map skins just generally across the board. All That's the maps. An interesting idea. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of it or thought of it. Well, doesn't, well, doesn't Dota, Dota does it. Yeah. Dota yeah. does this, right. They have um, map skins. Yeah. yeah. They just have the one oh. map. So it's probably easier for them. 
but oh yeah i see so you can have changed up stuff how you know holiday themed like any skin of anything it's yeah it's like you that. can do christmas temple yeah right? like you can do like i'm just the the possibilities are shattering my mind right now where it's just like yeah i mean think of it like a like the ones that's normally like um the the plant one um uh garden of terror imagine that in a full like zerg infested theme where everything is just you're killing zerglings instead of plants the big the big things a big infested freaking plant creature like you you could do things around all of the ips to make this stuff super interesting and and make it less about gosh i've seen this map too much today it would be like oh we're getting this map again hey hold on i'm gonna switch the skin and you would be the only one controlling it, so you would just see it. Nobody else would, or they'd yeah, see their be a own fault if somebody didn't have it. Yeah. yeah, to me that would be that would be really cool. But, I'd love that. That would be so good. Yeah, that would be all right. Because uh, I'm, you know me, I'm a sucker. Put snow on anything, and I'm like, oh, it's better. <laughs> oh, John, that reminds me. I wanted to ask you: when you get to Zandalar, you got to choose. It's it's just like the way Legion did. You get to choose which zone you want to do first, and they're all uh-huh. scaled, so you can jump around if you want, but. You pick the one you want to do. Now, I immediately went for Voldar or Voldor. What is it? Voldor? Voldar? Uh, Voldoon. Voldoon. Voldor. Voldor. Voldemort. <laughs> These yeah, names are all going to be tried to kill hard. Harry Potter, and then it became a zone. It became a full desert zone. Anyway, I went there first because deserts and windswept dunes and, you know, scorpions and snakes and all that. I love that stuff. So for me, that was like choice number one. I knew I was going to go there first. Which did you choose? I'm just curious because I know you don't like the desert motif usually. It's true. And so I stuck with the area that we were in, the the kind of main Zandalari area. Yeah. I did that first. Then I went and did Voldoon. And now I'm in the uh, the kind of blood troll area is where I'm closing. So the out. blood troll one's my second one, which is I'm closing out now, and that may be my favorite zone in Warcraft history. It really surprised me how much See, fun I had in there. You're making me feel good because I have a long-standing theory and kind of complaint. Yeah. That the last zone you level in in world of warcraft for any expansion is always the worst zone in the game yeah like universally true (laughs) uh think of any expansion and it's basically the truth yeah you're not Uh, you're not wrong but in this case this case i think we're i think the one you're in and the one i'm finishing is the it's one of my favorites and i don't like swamps that is generally speaking not a place i want to hang out i don't like any of the swamp zones in old world of warcraft and vanilla or beyond I don't like that as a place to be in a video game. Just straight up, I find it just annoying and and too many gators, and it's just kind of a place I don't want to be. Yeah, not this place. It is unbelievably cool there. It reminds me of The Witcher. Yeah, totally. And that's why I was like, I I'm saving this for last. It seems very cool. So you, I'm ch- you chose the right one. You chose the right. Break one. the trend. Yeah, because Voldoon, I actually I liked fine, but I don't think Voldoon's the strongest thing I've seen so far. Not even close. No, it's probably my least favorite of the zones. Yeah. There's two, so I mean that's not to say it's bad, but it's... I chose Voldoon first as well. Yeah, I went there. Yeah, one does not simply walk into Voldor. <laughs> right, I just had to do that. Been... Voldemort. Yeah, been pinching that one for a while. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, it. It seems like the best one on paper, just because it's got deserts and snake people. 
and I love that. I haven't kind seen of stuff. the other zones. Yeah, you'll you'll get a kick out of it. The blood troll stuff is in the in the um, just the kind of like the the swampy areas and the and the way the 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 broken up roads and and um, ruins and stuff look there. It's just a that place is a visual amazingness. And then I haven't been. I mean, I've been to the main city thing, and so I kind of know what I'm getting into there. But I haven't run any of that stuff yet. Um, I did do the one. Uh, I did some of the questing where you go talk to Nathanos, and he ships you over to um, Colteris, and you do a t- two or three missions there. Or the one I did actually, there's more than that. There's a bunch you can choose, but the one I did was to help Rexar, and I wanted to talk about Rexar for a second. I noticed uh, probably the. F- week before maybe a little bit before the first week of the war of thorns pre-patch stuff in yeah. world of warcraft he's my he's always been my hunting buddy so when i'm running around in um uh broken isles he's my companion he's there fighting with me misha comes out blah 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 all that uh he, he went from like low poly turd character to this beautifully rendered brand new looking Rexar and I was like what are they doing with Rexar and all I could think of was oh he's got to have some big role in the new new game because why would they redo his model so completely like it is top to bottom a complete improvement of Rexar he's got so much cool stuff on him now his little flaps from his helmet thing wave in the air like it's he's just so cool now and sure enough there he was hanging out in Colteris trying to do some kind of hunt thing and I went and helped him and that was great and I got to see some of your stupid pirates for a minute and then and then I went back. Well, you know what Rexar famously did, right? Uh, no. What? He's the one who killed Jaina's dad. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's got something. There's something going on in this one where he's cro- crosshairs are on him. Because why would you do that to that? The, the only time WoW has ever bothered to really update a, a character, Thrall, Sylvanas, Jaina, they get these these treatments, right? Uh, graphical treatments uh garage was a great example it was like oh they have plans they're going to do something big with this character and i'm yeah. i'm betting rexar has a big role to play and we just don't know it yet the variant had a big update and not much was done with him for a little while too yeah oh, right. that's true side. that's <laughs> true changed him from powdered toast man into a normal person <laughs> like during pandaria he showed up here and there but he wasn't wait powdered toast man did his face look like powdered toast man yeah <laughs> Look up like old Varian and Powdered Toast Man, and it's basically the same face. Not like the original Varian, the one that you could just see under the ground, yeah. like in a prison. Yeah. But like, I'm talking like original Lich King patch Varian. He just looks like somebody squished a face into a helmet, and this is just what exists now. I don't uh, know. It's messed up. All right. I'll have to track it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does look a little like powdered toast, man. And then flies away. All right. Uh, anyway, it's great. And Heroes things come out of it. So that's why we're talking about it. Okay, everybody? Yeah. We know this is a Heroes podcast. Look, we know. Save yourself the emails. We know we just talked about WoW for a while. But there's not a lot of Heroes to talk about. And I think we did a good job of examining things that would be very cool to come into heroes. Yeah. A lot of characters that are new and exciting and interesting, a lot of settings and ideas and I'm really I'm really excited to see what they can pull from this expansion. Yeah. It's yeah and you know it's not the last we've heard of Warcraft. 
They always release I- IP maps in twos. Mm-hmm. Diablos oh, yeah. in twos, StarCraft, yep. Overwatch. Yep. So you know there's another Warcraft map coming. Yeah, there's got to be at some point. We only have the one right now. Mm-hmm. I guarantee we're getting another one at some point. So, And it'll probably be reminiscent of something in this expansion or the more modern era of the game, whereas the last one was you know, very much a vanilla PvP nostalgia thing. And it's a great map, by the way. It's one of my favorites. So maybe they'll uh, do that again. Oh, there was some. Did we? Are we talking about this? Let's see. Did you guys see the single lane stuff they did on uh, Hanamura? Hold on. Hanamura. Oh. What the uh, ARAM? No, it's it's sorry, not single lane. It's a single um, payload. Um, I heard that. Yeah, I saw uh, a picture of it. Where did I see this? Oh crap! Did they anything? I think there was some some talk about what they were thinking about during an AMA at some point. Yeah, I don't uh, know where it is. Crap. Okay, I meant to write that down or copy the link and then talk about it today, but I don't see it. Anyway, there was some talk and some leaked image or something of a single payload, and thus leading me to believe they're closer to being done with that rework. Uh, it thought. wasn't a picture of the brawl where they use a single payload, was it? Well, <laughs> yeah, there's a brawl with one payload in it. Maybe. I mean, I guess you could <laughs> fake it. And I don't remember where I oh, saw it. it was... I remember hearing that they were, the map was being changed, uh, I think, to include three lanes, potentially. Uh, not changed, but they were considering it. And that it would not be, you know, the big criticism about Hanamura is like, there's payloads everywhere all the time. Right. Yeah. And that um, it would be more focused on a single payload. Yeah. A three-lane map with a payload down the middle or that would alternate on lanes is a pretty neat idea. And if that's what they're doing, then I I can't wait to see it. So, yeah, nothing definitive on that. I couldn't remember how public what I read was. It was some Reddit thing. And I have no memory of it now. All right, moving on. Let's talk about uh, the Western Clash. It happened. I saw some of it. Seemed good. Uh. The uh, leftovers were the real underdog uh, story of this thing. Everyone likes a good underdog, right? Yeah, and I I thought that was a, you know, I kind of jumped on right as kind of they were getting to their launching point with what I was watching on it, and it just it told a really cool story. They they were an interesting team that came in. It sounds like their head was in a really good spot they were just happy to be there they kept talking to him and they're like are you feeling the pressure and they're like nah we're just having fun we're just here to we're just here to goof around we'll see how we do like they had a real devil may care attitude about it like they knew that they had just sort of assembled and they were just going to see what they could make happen and they made it to the finals and it was really cool to see uh Ignatas won (laughs) they they beat them 4-0 but Dignitas was pretty dominant through through a lot of that um, near the end, especially. So it was one of those things where, yeah, you kind of saw it coming. But up to that point, I mean, it was a very cool story to watch it play out. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I feel bad for missing a chunk of it. I was so busy getting some other stuff ready before WoW hit because I knew WoW was going to take a big chunk out of my time. And there's two underdog stories too. Team Freedom made it uh, into the winners bracket, like the best of uh, round two of the winners bracket. Mm. Yeah, they beat Leftovers to make it to round three, with round four being the finals. Right. Um, yeah. What kind of sucks? Eh, what kind of sucks is that Team Freedom lost to Dignitas there. Yeah. Which to me should be the finals, but they do this lower bracket thing that I hate. 
and then Team Freedom lost the leftovers. So what it's kind of weird because I, I feel like, <laughs> in my mind, Team Freedom made it to the finals and lost to Dignitas. I really hate this tournament structure. Why do you not like the under or the sorry the the losers bracket thing or whatever that's called? Because if you get eliminated, you're out. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> like there's that's what it should be. There should be no like. I played like so. Team Freedom plays versus leftovers. Team Freedom barely ekes out a win, but they earned that win. Mm. Now, Leftovers has all kinds of research. And, like, yes, you could argue if they were the better team, they'd win back-to-back. But that's that's not what a tournament is. That's what, like, it's it's not fair because you're playing for elimination. It's a different, like, as a viewer, it's not enticing if people are playing for fake elimination. I mean, I feel like I I feel like I like single elimination as well. I just I think the reason they do it is they thinking is, well, if a team has a bad night, they get another shot. I don't know why they get another shot. No, like in professional sports, knowing LeBron James doesn't get a second chance to win if he gets eliminated from the finals. Like, come on now. Unsurprisingly, (laughs) I disagree. Um, I like I like the losers bracket. because you're saying like no if they lose they were eliminated no in this case if they lose they go to the losers bracket if they i know how it works that's the elimination that's not an argument for it being good like like that's where (laughs) you just explain what it is to me which i understand but i doubt it because you're treating it like there's no eliminations in this there is it just happens in the losers bracket like that's where the elimination matches are right I don't want to watch a loser's bracket for eliminations. I want to watch winner's brackets. I want to watch where the best are and have them be eliminated in a cutthroat spectator sport. I don't mm. want to watch a bunch of people who lost already lose a second time. Yeah. Like that's that's not fun. That's not dramatic. It's like clearly they're both terrible. One of them's gonna go out. I mean and when I say terrible favorite... in comparison mm. to the rest of the field. Yeah. My favorite games from this tournament were the leftovers run through the losers bracket. That's what I liked. As soon as they popped back up into the winners bracket, I stopped enjoying the games. Not just because they lost to Dig. Um, Dig kind of stomped them, but that was when the game stopped being interesting to me. So I do get what you're saying. Like if you yeah, lose, you lose like your out. Problem. But at the same time, like <laughs> to me, the interesting games yeah. were from that that area. And that's your honest opinion, and I respect it. And what I want to say is, what if the interesting games were the actual winning games and not the losers bracket? Like, but, they was, but the interesting games would the winners bracket would be interesting if it was for their tournament life. That's where the drama is. That's where do or die is. So the the games being the lower bracket being more interesting is because they're fighting for their life. Interesting. Like I agree with you. Yeah. I'm saying it shouldn't be there. Like it should just be in the tournament. These things run for long periods of time. Invite a few more teams or something. If they need to fill out time, it's like three days. I'm at work on Friday and the tournament's starting. It's like, well, it doesn't need to be on Friday. I'm not watching it, right? So it's yeah. it, that's and it's subjective and it's our opinion. Yeah. And I'm not saying John, you're wrong. I'm just saying I hate it with a passion. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I just think losers brackets are pointless, and it's a tournament. Like we get to watch them all season long. If we want to watch spectatory games and see how they match up with other teams, that's what exhibition games are for. I don't want to watch people play in losers brackets. I just don't. 
Well, especially because this I, game's I, not down to just one game and you're done. It's, you know, best of five or whatever. Every yeah. every time they do any I mean, kind of... if they if they do a round robin in a tournament and then go to finals, fine, do that. But don't don't uh, <laughs> don't make me watch this ridiculous thing. And they have this other rule too, where oh, it's, oh, finally we're at the finals. Okay, let's say I buy into this. Leftovers makes it to the finals. Dignitas makes it to the finals, and Dignitas gets a free win. Now and we're to the point where we agree. Bo and I now always diverge, brain, but we come together at a now point. My, and it's my the brain, I'm watching yeah. the tournament, and it's going nuclear. I'm like, I like watching heroes, but this tournament structure is despicable. Yeah. And, and, you know, like, I hate that. It's, it's not good. I know maybe I'm old in the young folk. I'm just not getting it, right? Totally mm-hmm. possible. But I've been watching casually sports tournaments all my life. And I figure most sports, if it was really good enough, would adopt this thing. But they don't. So why do we have to be special snowflakes about our tournament structure? Well, the loser bracket thing is who? someone else has to do that, right? That's got to yeah, be. other people do. A lot of video We're games get do it. I, I hate it. All video <laughs> games need to knock it off. Oh, talked about sports again, and we're going to get letters about no, like, structure. This is, this is just a personal opinion. Like, I can't change how I feel about things. You should just start your own show and talk about how great the tournament structure is to counterbalance my negative energy that I put towards this. But man, I hate it. Well, it says, so much. It says here, let's see, do, uh, double elimination tournament, which is winners, losers brackets. I can't find anything that's rare. Oh, let's see. Okay. Uh, examples of use. Here we go. Um, oh, they use this in the NCAA basketball tournament. That's a big one. Uh, the College World Series. Um, let's see. CWS. They don't do it in NCAA. That's why you always have the, the top eight and the final four and the hot 32 or whatever. Right. Hot 32. <laughs> <laughs> the Magic 16, whatever it is. They're always, I don't think they do that in NCAA. Well, it says here, uh, judo. I think NCAA is pretty cutthroat. Okay, judo, it says here. Also, College World Series, which is baseball. They have winners bracket and losers it's bracket. Most prevalent in video games, I, I feel like. Lost me at baseball. <laughs> hey, it's our mer- it's our pastime. I don't care either, but yeah, it's, it's baseball is a fine sport. I just I look. I'm going based on hockey, which is definitely single elimination, seven games per round. You want to get, you want to have a stamina match, then don't make it two uh, best of three, best of five. Make it best of seven. Make them play over five or six days, like. It, don't do this uh don't do this cram it all in with a loser's bracket it sucks it's not i kind of agree i think i'm i'm siding with bo i don't especially we're adults like we love heroes of the storm we will make time to watch their tournaments i will not make 32 hours to watch hg any tournament right i will make i will set aside four hours in the evening to watch a sport that i'm into make it so that people can watch it and like are like in this Twitch culture is all about like we talk about streamers streaming all the time, but there's people watching all the time. Don't serve those people. Serve the people who are functional adults who will spend time consuming your product, but not 24 hours a freaking day. Like, and this is your main event. And this is just heroes. This is like all esports. And I don't care who I'm pissing off about it. It's stupid. They should cater to people who can watch within specific windows. So anyway, I'm stunned. I'm gonna settle down. Okay, one quick note. Too much coffee. <laughs> one quick note that has nothing to do with any of this. I found an answer to our orc question. 
The average Sweet. orc in World of Warcraft lives to an <laughs> average of 300 years. Uh, however, what? however, really? Yep, that's what it says. However, uh, they they reach maturity at 20, and then they live for th- uh, 300 on average, uh, three centuries. Now it says here, written lore accounts also claim that half orcs live much longer than their orc parents, so they actually increase in their lifespan if they are half orc, uh, which explains why Garona is still you know rocking it and looking young and all that. Burping when she talks. Burping when she talks. She's had it. Get bent, she says. She's only just hit the burping when she talks age. Nailed it. So there's that. Hey, a friend of the show. Anyways, t- oh, sorry. I, no, that's good. Talk that. about tournaments. Well, Kill the Rock says this is old man yells at internet, and <laughs> I'm like, I'm feeling bad now. No, I just want to say the tournament was good. I was very much entertained by it, and I did enjoy this game. So, yeah. But I was rooting for Team Freedom. I like Collusion on that team. He's a Quebecer, so I'm partial to my Canadian. I love that there's a guy named Collusion on the team called Freedom in 2018. <laughs> well, no, it's not Collusion. It's Killusion. It's like oh, the word kill and illusion. Okay. Like, pasted together. Sure. The it's, internet, Scott. It's still, it's pre- it's still pretty funny. <laughs> it remains relevant today. I guess so. Uh, friend of the show, Twin Blades Capazord of the Lords of the Storm interviewed Matt Villers. Who's he? Well, he he's is a... Hero yeah, he's a lead hero designer. Over there, uh, they talk white main and supports. I assume he was uh, had a big hand in her creation, and uh, that's cool. Go check it out. worth worth checking out. T B K Zord. Wait, not him though. Oh yeah, it is Twin Bloods. So, yeah, he did it. yeah, he did it on Hero. The interviews on Heroes Hearth. Yeah, and it was quite good. Um, so congrats to him on this. And that's surprising because he makes bad choices all the time, like going Twin Blades all the time. <laughs> I know, but he made a good choice and went to taunt for his interview. It was quite good. It was about the creation of White Mane, um, which I wanted to say, I actually played a few White Mane games and I might be coming around. Mm. Oh, man. Here it's it happening. It's happening. <laughs> I'm not fun. ready. I'm not ready. World of Warcraft came and thankfully that sort of <laughs> shoved that old topic aside. But <laughs> I played a few games and... And I was like, oh, this is kind of all right. Um, mechanics wise, you know, like setting all that stuff aside, I think I think they made something fun out of White Mane. Yeah, but you told me that you, when it came to Heroes, this was one of my favorite bow conversations. I don't remember if it was your analogy or me trying to understand what you were saying, but you said you were so, like, uh, you need to wade slowly into the pool before you get on board. <laughs> like you. You rebel immediately at the concept of the hero until you've had time oh, to go I, down first... the steps and let oh, the hero get above your belly button and, yeah. and feel good I, about I, it. That's my personality generally, is I'm just resistant to everything that everyone likes until I'm like... <laughs> until you're in. If, if everyone likes it, I'm like, it's got to be bad and find fault with it. It's kind of a personality flaw. I don't know if it's a flaw. Like... Maybe you're just... Um, I don't know. You just No, I just like being the different person. I play a Fury Dwarf warrior in warcraft for a reason you never see them so <laughs> you don't see them everyone's wrong and i'm right from my race class preferences yeah until fast forward to this show next year when bo's like man the loser's bracket that's great right and we're like <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, i love that loser's no, bracket. I'm, I'm i'm pretty staunch in my my loser's bracket but i will say the whole dual league mashing team league into hero league i think is probably 180 that i'm going right now mm. oh really remember we talked about it last week with the talked about it last week yeah yeah they mentioned mashing it together and i was like yeah mash it together and let's do team league arena um and you've changed your mind I, on that 
I know that I was definitely in the camp of, hey, now keep your hero league solo queue and keep your team league team league. Yeah. And now I'm singing a different tune. Okay. Because I think they should mash it up too. I mean, yeah. I mean, not that, you know, I, I actually, in this case, your opinion matters way more than mine. Cause you've what got... I'm saying is thank you, uh, listeners, for enduring some of my shortcomings. Indeed. And it's fun. It's an entertaining adventure you take us on uh-huh. every week. Thank though. you. Thanks for saying that. That's exactly right. All right. Now, uh, we're going to do a new uh, thing. It's a new segment with this is the sound. Here's here's the sounder for it. Star merchant. Turd merchant. I don't know why I chose that. Let's see. This is a better one. The shallow end of the pool is where the turds float. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that's a great line. <laughs> that's it is. Fantastic. He was so good. Oh, my gosh. I want Fargo back so bad. I love that show. Anyway, uh, it's called the, the Seven Deadly Sins of Heroes. And uh, we're going to talk about one today. Dying when a teammate has died. Now, let's look at, yeah. a, let's look at a scenario where that's the thing. Uh, we're out in a fight. It goes bad. Most people get away. John the tank is dead. Uh, the last thing you want to do, you might do this in real life, uh, or maybe even in a fantasy life, but maybe in this game you shouldn't. You shouldn't turn around and go, no, I will avenge you, and go in there on your own and just get yourself killed. Uh, let's talk about why that's bad, Bo. Yeah. Why is that bad? So, yeah. It, okay. So we're calling this the seven deadly sins because it's stuff you probably know already, but you do anyways. And I see it every day in my heroes games, and I'm sure we all do. Yeah. Anyways, because um, it's pretty obvious. Like we don't need to explain it. It's like we know you kind of shouldn't die, but you're gonna play the game. You're gonna take a roll of the dice. You're gonna team fight. Or you're gonna extend, and you're gonna die. Yeah. When someone on your team does that, and it's not you, you immediately are in the penalty box. To use the <laughs> hockey term, the enemy team's on the power play, and everyone has to adjust their play accordingly. And I'm talking like ranked play. People do this. And Kyle, you know, we talk about it on their streams. They're staggered deaths. Let's take advantage. You've just extended a power play. It's a bad habit to be in. Mm. So basically, it's pretty obvious once you're down. Like in the first few levels when you can spawn right away, it kind of feels like nothing, even though you are losing advantage. But let's say it's forgivable. Uh, Those bad habits extend into the late game, mid game and late game. And um, they're bad. Yeah, It's a sin. It's just, so when someone in your team elects to go die because they did something, obviously they were being obviously stupid. Let's face it, in some of our games we play a little recklessly and forgive our own mistakes. So that he he the he or she took that yeah. selfishly upon themselves to burn it. You need to stop dying. You need to stop contesting objectives. So claims play a little more passive and defensively. Don't be best case scenario about your positioning. You don't think the enemy team can dive you into the tower. And then all of a sudden everyone's in uh, taking shots to the tower. Cause it's worth it to kill you and stagger deaths. Yeah. Staggering. I nope. wanted to, I wanted to make sure that word got used because uh, there's nothing worse than being caught in a staggered death loop. Uh, when you're trying to get yourselves together and figure out a way to respond to a team that's, you know, maybe a little ahead of you on levels or whatever. And you're just trying to get yourself back into gear staggering deaths because you're being heroic or because whatever your reasons are is the worst i hate it i hate when that happens and uh you want to not be doing that that's an extension of the sin it's kind of like saying the sin uh the sin was pushing the the homeless guy onto the railroad tracks but also the result was 
all his guts and blood went everywhere and gotten everybody's sandwiches and stuff. That's a pretty good analogy. Yeah. So let's say you you're a I waiter. Places, let's say no no. This is the sin. This is the sin. You're onto it, but you just didn't finish it. Okay. The sin is you're a waiter, and this homeless guy's guts landed on a sandwich. Okay. On the on a sandwich you're about to serve. Serving the sandwich is a sin. Take the sandwich back, <laughs> apologize to the customer, say a homeless guy got hit by a train, and I know you're hungry, and I know you don't want to wait, but I really can't serve you a sandwich with homeless guy viscera on it. <laughs> and that customer is going to insult you. It's going to feel bad. Yeah. But you're doing the right thing. The what sin thing? is serving... The homeless viscera sandwich. Right. Who's the customer that's like, but I wanted a sandwich <laughs> now. Some customers are unreasonable. They just want you to have to have the agility to dodge the viscera so they can get their sandwich. Right. You failed. Yeah. All that all that the customer knows is you failed them. Yeah. Oh, I think you really your... saved this analogy. I do you too. really turned it into something. Oh, it wasn't that bad, Dark. John. <laughs> no, my analogies are bad, and and you took it. You made it better. You really did. Yeah. Because yeah. I they're it's known just, to be it's bad. Like, uh, it's like we alley-ooped it. It's just you know I just put a finger on it and knocked it into the net. Yes. Yeah. Scott put it someplace. It was close to the net. Super close to the net. Yeah, yeah but like a dark place. Yeah. yeah. And Bo oh. fingered it right into the hole. Just... <laughs> That's, that's yeah, probably that's phrasing, better phrasing is what I should have there. Sure. Next week, uh, this number six. Were, were these going in an order? Seven to one or one to seven? Yes. So the, so the seven deadly sins, we didn't, we kind of did a little backwards, but I was inspired that we do this segment because there's bad stuff we do, like yeah. fighting at level one in the mid, that's forgivable. And then there are sins. Yeah. There are sins that when you do this thing, the Raven Lord should step out of your computer screen and whip you with a whip until you stop doing it. <laughs> We're talking sins. Okay. Teammates die, change up your play. So everyone has homework listening to this to stop doing it. Okay. Never worth it. I found a better sounder for it. Halt, sinners! Halt, whoops, sorry. Halt, sinners. Halt, sinners. Halt, sinners! You know who that is? That's, um... Rocky Four, Russian. Oh, uh, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Thank you. It's Dolph Lundgren in a movie. I don't remember what the movie was. It's some old film sack thing from it like. It sounds like the dude. Why can't I think of his name? He's very well known. He oh. played Hicks in Aliens. Oh, um, Bill Paxton. Bill... Yeah, it sounds like Bill Paxton. Let's see. Hold, sinners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, halt, sinners, and quit dying when your friends die. Okay, that's all we're asking. John, are you ready Stay for this? For more. Are you ready for this TWBD reading? Are you ready for this? Yeah, okay. I'm pretty ready for it. All right, hold on. I need to. I got things kind of in the wrong place here. Okay, so what we're gonna do? <laughs> What's her name? I can't think of her name. That we take her music. Oh, Oprah. Oprah. Yeah, Oprah. I found it. Okay, I'm gonna play this. John. John's gonna read a thing. Okay. We're gonna we, do an ad. Here we it's go. Ad here time. Comes an ad. <laughs> There Will Be Dungeons is back with a motivational episode that just might change your life. When Jesse moves to a new town, he has trouble fitting in. Why don't you go visit your friends tonight? You never listen, Dad. I don't have any. <laughs> that is, until he meets Rhonda and Greg. Hi, I'm Rhonda, and this is Greg. <laughs> Together, the trio enter a climbing competition, and you won't believe what happens next. Can they beat David from Midtown High? 
You clowns are going down! Will Jesse make peace with his troubled family? You know we love you, Jesse. Can Greg get a date for prom? Sup? Ew, no. Can a demon be given too many souls? <laughs> there will be dungeons Saturdays at 2 p.m. Pacific. Get caught up and get caught on. Ah, uh, that's good stuff, man. Can't wait for There Will Be Dungeons this weekend for its fantastic 90s aesthetic. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, that's really basically what happened last week. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, all right. Well done. Let's, uh, I'm so flustered now. I don't know where I am. Oh, okay. We'll play this. Here you go. Zach wrote in to our emails. Yeah, that's right. Emails. Core at heroesforyou.com is the email address you want to use. Hello, core crew, says Zach. I was listening to the show about Team League and noticed how everyone was talking about how they use it for their pre, uh, sorry, their pre-made friends group. As someone who ends up playing the game solo a lot, I have managed to make some friends in Hero League. However, my bigger issue comes when I go to play Team League. It feels like a barrier. Now you need two or three people for the five, uh, or the five full team. Man, uh, let's see. Man being that fourth wheel sucks. Oh man, that being that fourth wheel sucks. He means. Uh, and to that, you are doing a different climb than if you ha- and if you have limited playtime, it just feels bad splitting your effort. It sounds like a great idea of having Team League be uh, a one through five stack. As for the bo- mode Bo is preferring, uh, what about trying that out as a brawl first? Thoughts? Some of his sentences are a little janked, but uh, respectfully janked. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening and writing in. Right. I mean, you were talking about this earlier mashing the two together i still say is the thing to do like don't have the split of your time have it be in the same place now i know there's challenges to that i know that matchmaking is an issue um but it seemed like before it was because the player base was still growing and now you're at a place where we have enough uh hopefully people playing that you'd be able to do this i don't i don't know why there are two things there should just be ranked and not ranked and that's it yeah yeah, it, I think I think it's just really challenging to come up with a ranked mode that that you know in a cooperative game that really does justice to what it means to be at a certain rank. Uh, being a platinum means different things to different people, and all, on all the leagues. Um, so it's I think it's very challenging. I, I don't know now that we've had the Hero League experiment. I don't know that it adds you. I read a lot of the Reddit threads that, you know, everyone who plays master says it's a shit show up there yeah. and not, you know, we in the lower leagues, the majority might romanticize it, but they don't have much nice to say about their experiences in solo ranks play up top. Mm. And um, certainly, you know, the lower the ranks go, it doesn't, doesn't feel like it gets much better. I think being shuffled in to heroes is a very intense team oriented game. It's team oriented from second one to the last second. Yeah. That cuts out a lot of players from playing this game to its fullest potential. And I've sort of come to that realization with the voice comms now and just the personalities. They're just some people just, I'm sorry, you suck. I didn't enjoy playing with you. 
Yeah. I, and because you you're you were not fun, you did not cooperate, you you made things way too personal. You suck. You <laughs> suck. And 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 if that's the only if this person's only experience is playing in those ranked modes and they feel the same way, then it's not a it's not, they're not gonna stick around and play the game forever. It's not a fun experience. Right. This isn't good. That doesn't mean heroes should change anything. It's not up to Blizzard to fix humanity. Maybe. Um, you know, but it, it's I mean, I believe in them. Sure. They'd humanity like to. They wish first. they they wish they could solve it. They get this some they have some really cool stuff on the Overwatch side happening that seems to be working on toxicity and stuff, but it's hard. Yeah, yeah. But I mean it's it's you know it, it's very it's very difficult. I think the experiment is it's just sort of Firmed it in my mind that this is a team game from second one. Given that I get the privilege of playing in the best five man in the entire game, known to man, yep, exactly. And Kyle, it is it is like playing another game. I play Heroes of the Storm, and then I play actual Heroes of the Storm (laughs) with my friends. Yeah, and win or lose, it is a rewarding, fun experience. And the difference for me, a year in, over a year, we've been doing this is so stark in how how different the experience is yeah so i say make rank this place where people who need that outlet for their epin to play yeah and i say do something special with the ultimate competitive mode make it team oriented reward people who play together and stick together and don't make it a ladder yeah, a ladder is meaningless. I, there was a Reddit thread even this week where you know the common thing that I, I see over and over again is Team League is all about one guy at Diamond queuing up with Smurfs on Bronze yeah. to boost their rank, right, and face weaker opponents. And that way, that one guy at the high level gets to be master because they get the same points, and then they do it for each of their friends. Yeah. So if you can game the system like that, you know, like that's not even a worth it's not worth spending your time ranking in a broken system well what you suggested last oh. week completely settled in in my head and i'm and i'm convinced it's the answer is to is to just rethink why we're playing a team against team kind of situations yeah. and turn it into something that's not based on ranking but based on i don't know like you said limited tournament time or seasons or the seasons are more of a it's almost like arena in, in world of warcraft I mean, or approach. just tournaments, if it's possible. One of the most fun competitive experiences for me when I was a big Magic the Gathering player is draft. Is On Magic Online, there is a rating system, but I didn't care about it. I would go queue up for an eight-man draft and try to win first place. And I sometimes won first place, and I felt really good about it. And sometimes I was out in the first round. John, that's, that's a all card I game, John. To feel good about my exp- Magic the Gathering is a trading card game. Yeah, just so John, so John knows. Team, yeah. you know, like, just so John knows it's a card game. And, and John, and John, we could even do double elimination if we had tournaments. In this system. Oh, that's crazy! That yeah. sounds like a like the way to go. That's a place to stick your EP. Anyway, sorry, uh, I know I'm ranty today, folks. No, but, no, no, uh, it's all right. Ranty, ranty, I, Uncle Bo. Put it out there. <laughs> Passionate about solving some of the some of the problems about about offering opinion. I've been keeping track of that AMA thread uh-huh. where they literally invited everyone for suggestions. On how to fix Team League, I've seen nothing. Um, and you know, they heard from people who wanted the Deckard Kane. Well, this is more important than having Deckard Kane in the game. This is the, the ranked mode, the way we enjoy this game. It's 
So wait, did you did you make this suggestion? Because it's a really strong suggestion. Did you put it in that thread? Um, so I'm I'm maybe working on a thing. I'm just trying to figure out how best to deliver it. That'd be great. I think that they would. Uh, I mean, th- when you mentioned it last week, and obviously we're short on details in terms of, you know, how everything would work exactly. But I really like the idea. I mean, I mean, you hear it, and it's it's everyone knows it. Just take Hearthstone Arena and make that the primary competitive mode. Yeah. Just add a last longer like arena caps at twelve mm-hmm. for the tryhards. Make it a limitless cap and put a leaderboard of the top twenty. Top fifty teams at the end of a season. Season could be a week, a month. Give them a prize. Yeah, you know, give them a crazy prize: fifty legendary loot boxes and a unique first place banner and stuff like crazy prizes. Yeah, yeah. Or and that the, way, the teams yeah. who want to tur- tur- participate will, and us who probably won't, will still have fun challenging ourselves to try and get to twelve, and there'll be a good prize at twelve wins. Yeah, and then who cares what our rank is? Yeah, nobody cares at the end of it. Who cares? Nobody cares. I'm all yeah, in on this. Sorry. This I'm a hundred percent in on this. John, have you had any thoughts on this issue? Like whether um, that's a I good think, idea. I, I think when you look at modern games, like what what's popular right now, um, our ranked ladder system is a product of past popular multiplayer games. It's not really a product of current games. Like mm-hmm. it's present in a lot of Blizzard games, but when you look at the top, you know what's getting all the views and the attention on Twitch. It's not like, Oh, go into our special ranked ladder and climb it. It's they're going to try. I don't, I like, I don't know if Fortnite or PUBG or any of those games even have matchmaking. Now it's a little more skill based. So maybe it doesn't matter in a game like that uh, or Twitch based. I mean, but um, I, I just think like trying to say, Hey, let's make it a ladder that you can climb is kind of a silly premise because the premise should be that this game is played best as a team, get together with friends and play as a team. Like that's Mm. just what it should be. And it it should be a case of I go in, I queue with my friends, however many that is. And I have a good competitive game because the matchmaker does a good job of putting me there. I don't need a ladder to climb. I don't need a, I don't need some special, you have to get to this rank in order to earn a mount. I just want good games and I want to feel incentivized to play a fun game. Right. So that's, that's what I want from the game. And to me, trying to find a way to somehow work the ladder into it and climbing and what are rewards and all of that, like that's kind of superficial to the experience, honestly. Mm. Well, I, I don't know. I like it. I just asked Nick, by the way, yeah. off mic about Fortnite. He says there's you level in the game, but there's no ranking. Like as far as I know, no competitive ranking. Chat room may know more because I don't know if they're really trying for that. But I would still but, say, like even with my mode, you'd have an MMR. So yeah. the, the game, the game client would still attempt to give you a fair match. Like that seems okay. And if you want to have a high level guy and a low level guy and win through averaging, okay. Just let people know their MMRs and let people who want to, um, you know, shower their stream viewers or themselves with the number and how high it is and how that makes them so amazing, let them. But it should be like, I don't know what people's ranking are in Hearthstone. I don't care. I just try and play the game and have fun. And sometimes people are really hard and kick my ass. And that's fine. So that's sort of. That's sort of my sense where I'm coming at where if you want to, a lot of people have anxiety about playing in competitive modes in heroes and to get five other people together to do it is hard. Yeah. And I think you want to 
the majority of your people are not going to be HGC, HGC pros or Reddit master superstars play this mode. Your bread and butter are people who are not at that level. Who may think they're great and maybe, you know, that we have to get them playing and we have to get them finding it fun. Right. And I just don't think... I. I just don't think the rank system doesn't, it clearly doesn't promote it. I don't know. It works in other games, I guess, but I don't play other games to that extent that yeah. it's never felt compelling in those games either. I, I, and I think a lot, like the other MOBAs are cribbing off heroes all the time. Like it's I frustrating mean, here's with Dota 2. Yeah. And League are more popular, take. but yeah. they crib. Sorry, right. go ahead. Um, here's a controversial take that I'm sure will have people have strong anti opinions, but like get rid of ranked. Just call it draft mode. <laughs> just like, just call it draft. And then, are you queuing by yourself or are you queuing with a group of people? Mm-hmm. You you go in, mm-hmm. and that's what you do. And that's just the game. Well, where's your incentive and though? Because don't you need you want you still want incentives? And if it's it's the same incentive you currently have, you get levels, you get loot boxes by leveling up. And honestly, I I've said before, I think they should adopt a games played for rewards, not like getting a reward that they put in during a season or whatever is something that you should earn by playing repeated games, not by, well, I did my 10 and I pieced out forever. Yeah. That's, that's what I did. And put people in a smaller pool. Like you can still have, um, you can still have quick match for people that just want to pick a hero and play. That will still probably be their most popular mode, but just say, okay, well, this is where you go if you want to play draft. And this is, this is the draft experience. Yeah. And you can go in with however many friends you want and you can go in and you can play and stop putting the pressure on the people that this is a place where you have to go and you have to rank up and you're going to be judged based on your rank and let's focus on rank. Rank is super important. It just watches your MMR. It tries to give you the best gameplay experience possible and you go from there. Yeah. I don't disagree. The only thing I would say is I like I like a combination of what you both said. I like the idea. I like that idea a lot, and I think the way you could incentivize it is ninety percent of the time that's all it is. But you have these, I don't know what it is, two week periods each month or something, where it's tournament time, and in draft mode, you can team up with a team and go the whole way and you have to have that team. You got to field that team every time you play one of you know, the games or whatever. And then there's some kind of leaderboard at the end and you satisfy that need for people to have that level of competition. Yeah. But, I'm, I'm with John, but ranked is too sacred of a cow for this genre for that, it is. That that's the be, problem. That's why I don't think it'll change. Uh, I, I think if scene- I ran that game, I wouldn't be brave enough. To say goodbye. Like I would be like, my game is gonna crash and burn without it. Like it's gonna be called Mickey Mouse game for sure. I do agree, but at the same time, <laughs> look at what the most popular games in the world are. None of them have ranked modes. Well, like good, League of Legends does. It's like number two, isn't it? Sure, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's also grandfathered in the way that WoW is kind of grandfathered. Like it's kind of got its perch, and it's just gonna sit there. Yeah, and that's true. I think that's just, true. I think that's true. Like it, the the point, the drive, the big driver for people playing, um, Fortnite, and my son and everybody playing Fortnite is they are trying to get these skins, and they're trying to get the rad stuff that you can only get by playing the game like they're plenty incentivized to play for two reasons one there's that stuff there's that carrot on the stick but there's also just them having a big good time 
Mm-hmm. And I and I kind of wish Heroes wasn't wasn't in this MOBA space where there's expectations about what a MOBA is, that there's ranked play. That ranked stuff was carried over from StarCraft and Warcraft. Like mm-hmm. it, that that didn't come, you know, didn't that wasn't a thing that people over at League or anywhere else they went, oh, there's here's a brand new idea, guys. What about ranked? No, they just carried over the RTS models of ranked. And in the, in the case of Heroes, they literally did the first go round till 2.0, like it was it was the StarCraft ranking system just kind of moved over, and it's yeah. a lot like it is now. So I don't know. I don't know. How, I mean, I'm with Bo. Like, what would you I do? Just, I just think matches are so short and teamwork is so important that it it undermines what an individual skill ranking might look at. Yeah. I think League and Dota uh, reward individual contributions in a way that is virtually meaningless in Heroes. Like, if you're not contributing, you're just a liability in this right. game completely. Right. Just outright. Like, it's even if you're pretty good at the game, but you're two tiers, like the Platinum with a couple of Master players. Yeah, it's you're like a weak you're spot. Not there, you're not contributing. And and so there, there isn't a lot of breathing room for individual play to matter. For you to carry, for for you to make up for shortcomings, this is a full-on team coordination required sport. It was envisioned that way, right. and it's no surprise as we refine this rock down into a diamond, we get to the conclusion that like I mean, games can last fifteen minutes. That's like no time at all. How are you supposed to carry a game solo in fifteen minutes? It's just it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So I feel like the rank mode with individual rankings assigned to you says says one thing but the game design prefers another thing which is you know the way hgc works which is how do team teams gel and work together over a period of time and yeah and that nobody thinks about the ranking of anybody in the western clash the only ranking they think about is who won the damn thing and who lost it and in 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 who won the winner's bracket and who won the loser's bracket but like that's what matters to people and nobody's sitting around going, gosh, I wonder what level master this, you know, nobody's thinking about that. So I wish, yeah, dude, I don't know how I they mean, do there, it, There's though. a few plat players in HGC. Oh, of course there are. I, I don't know if they're there anymore, but like this, they had, like, it's a, a bit of a drag for the people playing in HGC that it's like, well, they have to stream and in many cases show that they're master level players, but yeah. they're really good players who are in their spots who don't play at master level. Right either because they don't want to grind it like other players or it's just not necessary it's not the necessary skill set for the game to yeah. play this like i'm sorry but mode full of like really poor quality games yeah. with, with people that are not fun to play with and you can have you know like in starcraft you are the player that's it there's nobody else with you you're just playing they don't do team mode stuff except for fun really so it's just you and so your rank is about you carrying the game because there's nobody else to carry it. In this game, there are five of you. And like you said, one guy down and you're screwed. Yeah. And it's a 40-minute game a lot of the time in here. Like, like, so there's there's just more opportunity for decision-making. Right. 15, sec- 15 minutes is... A lot of games feel decided within the first five minutes if you just observe what your team and the other team's doing. Right. People GGing a minute or two in... Mm-hmm. It's very bad. You shouldn't do it. It's toxic. And sometimes they're wrong. But that feeling, mm-hmm. feeling's right. Yeah. You, somebody dies three or four times and you're like. He's like, if he keeps doing that, we're done. 
Like yeah. he would have to have a complete turnaround of the play style suddenly for us to be compete competitive at any point, and he has to do it quick. And if he doesn't do it, you know, it's it, the biggest thing to me. And we're going through the seven deadly sins for a reason. A lot of, I mean, a lot of this stuff for me is going to be observed through people playing competitively, but like, it's um a. a, a a lot of this stuff is just selfishness and not playing, not respecting the fact that it's ranked. That's why I kind of laugh when we look at hot slogs and I'm like, 40% of the people in there weren't even trying that hard in your statistics and we're using that information. And, you know, it's, it's, it's fraught with problems. I just think we need to emphasize, we need to double down on the fact this is a team-based game yeah. and try to find a way, and I don't have the solution to this, to get people to find the people that are like them and find friends and socialize uh, in the right groups. Uh, by the we way, have our, we have our AMU frog pants. There's a lot of friendly people yeah. in the frog pants chat channel. Always fun to find people in there. And we're in the AMU chat too. Everyone in there is usually pretty fun to team up with. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of good feedback. That's one way. But we, you know, we only, we're only a small percentage of the entire player base. We need something like that for the player base. Yeah. No, I, I think I agree. Uh, by the way, I, I I accidentally had a, one of the Google mic things pushed down on my browser while you were talking. Uh, you want to know what it said? You said you want to hear it? Yeah. Here's what it said. No, what, are you, yeah. Pe- people in there weren't even trying that hard and sticks, and were using that information. It's like a yeah. it's like a Trump tweet or something. I'm about the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. All right. Um. Anyway, yes, the great email. By the way, great thought provoking email. Obviously, we have. Uh, gone farther out of its scope but i think these are good issues and i look forward to more uh of the seven deadly sins of heroes and perhaps adding an eighth a ninth and a tenth at some point <laughs> there's so many sins there's so many sins so little time to get forgiven for them um all right well if you want to send your own email address or your own email address your own email <laughs> into the show <laughs> you, <laughs> you can do it Super simple. Core at heroesforyou.com. That's core at heroesforyou.com. You can find the website at heroesforyou.com. And at patreon.com slash core show, you can support the show. If you like what we're doing and you want to see it grow, that's how you can do it. Patreon.com slash core show. And uh, don't forget, you can uh, find us on Twitter. Core heroes, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, and Bo Schwartz. It's going to do it for us. We're going to play some games here in a minute. So stick around if you want to watch those. For me, for Bo, for John, we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.